Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. I'm curious to see how spooky this game is. I think it'll be like psychologically scary. (laughs) Your mother doesn't love you. Ah! (laughs) Yeah, see, that's the thing. You know what we should have done for Retrograve is is done games like Papers, Please, where it deals with like customs issues, like just real life horrors. horrors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) We should do that that operation game or something like that. It's like the medical system is completely failing us all. Nice. Good. Good. Yeah, good, roller good. coaster tycoon. And it's a story of capitalism <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the slave labor of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. My killer, Air Murderinworth. Oh, Murderinworth. My killer, Murderinworth. My killer, Murderinworth. Because it's spooky. Right. And why is that, Mikey? Because we are in the middle of <gasps> Retrograde. Scary. It's the scariest month next to February. <laughs> yes, it is. We're in a more traditionally scary month for you pagans. I don't know, something. <laughs> uh, we are obviously in the middle of Retrograve, the scariest month of the year where we only do scary games. We only do scary games. It is a uh, a burden that we bear because you guys clearly don't like us. Yeah. Uh, Andrew and I have been talking uh, about how unexcited we are for the next four weeks. Uh, I cannot wait to share with you how unexcited I am to be scared now both on a podcast in an audio form and now in our introduction with our video form over at youtube.com. You'll find it yourself. I don't know. The the number one complaint that we get is why don't we film ourselves during the scary game? Seriously, like whenever we would do any of the other months, it was like, you know, they would hear me squealing. Yeah. And they would say, I would love to, I would love to witness your pain visually, which is just, just, it doesn't feel good to hear. You know what I mean? I am dreading. (laughs) I am for honest to God. I cannot express to you enough D pads out there that there is a pit in my stomach. When I realized on my walk over to Mikey's place where we record that we were doing scary games all month Mm -hmm. and now there's cameras and I'm just, I'm truly terrified. So why don't we do, why don't we run down the schedule? What retrograde is? If you're new to the retrograde podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Uh, And if you're, new to Retrograve, if you're a new listener as of, you know, since since February, really. Um, this is a month where we do scary games. And so this month, we're going to be doing scary games all four weeks on the Retrograde. Uh, we're going to have some guests. Yes, some um, really exciting guests, too. Yeah, that, that'll be that'll bring their own flair to um, our miserable attitudes. Oh, you you ruined it. It's, it is, he said flair, it is Rick Flair. And he's going to Shut be, uh, he's going to do the whole podcast with his dick out. I don't know if you've seen the most recent episode of- Dark uh, Side of the Ring? Dark Side of the oh, Ring. Oh, God. Yeah, that was truly a nightmare. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the nature boy. Uh, <laughs> and then over at the Mushroom Club, our patreon.com slash retrograde podcast, we're going to be doing other things like new games- 
where we're going to be recording ourselves, doing new games, and just getting scared absolutely shitless. Well, that that's kind of the fun part uh, for the listener, uh, is that uh, we're actually, you know, we're a retro gaming podcast. We yeah. don't very often do modern games, but over on uh, Patreon, on, if you're a member of the Mushroom Club, it allows us to get a little yeah. bit more creative. We'll do some things like some drafts, yes. some maybe some movie watch-alongs, that sort of thing. We're going to try to put as much content out there this month as well. Yep. For uh, September, last month, so September, we... Uh, uh, we uh, uh, bye, September. Uh, Bye, Dr. Andy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, we we did a, a new episode every... We did five bonus episodes for five. The Simpsons. Five episodes for The Bonus Simpsons. So we're going to try to put as much content out there as we can. But the most exciting thing is we actually, using some of our guests as well, are going to get maybe a four-way segment going where we're yeah. all going to be streaming a modern game, a modern scary game, uh, the likes of which none of us like. <laughs> I can't begin to describe. We do not enjoy this. Any 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 bit of it. I, I have a friend who once convinced me to play a scary game, like one of the modern ones, Phasmophobia. Okay, I don't what know. What do you if, do in that one? Phasmophobia. You're basically uh, you're you're a ghost hunter, oh. and uh, and you you hmm. you you get into a, a haunted house. Okay. Typical haunted house. You've got your equipment, you roll up in a van, uh, and you have a little bit of research on what the ghost is, but your goal is to find out as much information as you can. What is the ghost's name? Uh, what what type of, of demon is it? Uh, <laughs> record it if you can. Uh, okay. And, and during this process of fact-finding, because okay. you need to learn how to exercise it. Yeah. Uh, buy it a pass to a gym <laughs> equinox yeah. equinox yeah, yeah bring, bring a bowflex peloton in there. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. exactly um uh and you're in there trying to interact with this ghost without right. pissing it off and it's trying to kill you also at the same time this ghost kills it listen all ghosts <laughs> want you I never want to be a member of a club that wants me as one of its members right the opposite Classic. of that is all ghosts want more ghosts to be members of their ghost club <laughs> Not enough ghosts. That's our policy. We need more ghosts. Yeah. But like, pretty selfish. Yeah. How many more do you need? You have literally all of all of them. Yes. You have way more of you than we have of us. Yeah. And we're just dying naturally. You don't even need to kill most of us. Yeah. Like, it'll happen. I just love the idea at like one of these meetings, they would be like, uh, hey, boss. We're, we're, we're only, we're only killing and, and getting more ghosts about eight hours a day. <laughs> what about the other 16 hours a day. And he's like, that's a stupid idea. What are you, what are you out of your mind? Night's the only time to harvest. Night is the only time to harvest. Cause that's, I think it's because, it's a game name. I think it's, <laughs> I don't want to play that game on the retro. It's the only time to harvest. I, I think that there's, uh, I think ghosts, you know, we work during the daytime often, unless you work a night shift. Right. We work in the daytime. Well, yeah. And we, we fucking party our little asses <laughs> off at night. First of all, we do have little asses. We do have little asses. And we love to party them off. Ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Work their little, pushes off yeah in the nighttime because that's when we get most spooked <laughs> during the daytime they're probably it's probably just hard to see them because they're clear but they're oh. at the beach yeah yeah they're I having fun so. they're also like taking some time like yeah, yeah. that makes sense actually yeah. so in this game you have to categorize and catch ghosts and they kill you uh did i say ghosts immigrants sorry oh my yeah. god <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> oh my god. What's this game called? Ice? It's called Ice. Oh no. Ice Truck Simulator. I don't oh. know. Um uh, but no, it's it's fucking terrifying. Oh. And I was in the basement where we thought maybe this ghost would have been. And uh and the person I'm with says, "Oh, we need another piece of equipment. You wait here." <laughs> I'm going to go run out to the truck and get it. And I felt like there was I felt like I couldn't I if I turned my computer off. Yeah. 
and turned all the lights on and put on, I think you should leave. I wouldn't feel safe. This felt like I was in immediate danger. My person was in danger. Yeah, right. And obviously she leaves. The lights start flickering. I'm alone in the house. She can't hear me. And what then, a strategy. Did they, she'd never seen a horror movie, eh? Never. We should split up. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Literally the one thing you're never supposed yes. to do. Yeah. So like, I got killed. Yes. I got. Hey, we're both teenage virgins. We should have sex on this floor right here. <laughs> no. What? We years have prepared me for this. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if, um, if you were uh, being uh, chased by a ghost? Of course. Um, but wait, there's more. Oh, okay. Uh, and <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. Though. And you were with a virgin. Uh, sorry, a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and point Dexter. And, uh, and the nerd got killed and you were like, whoa, what whoa. happened? And then the ghost was like, she don't fuck. Right. Or he don't fuck. He don't fuck. They don't fuck. So he's only killing virgins. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's like, no. So I'd be, I'd be in the clear then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? No, no. Yeah. You'd be in the clear too, right? Like you wouldn't get killed, would you? In this scenario? The one we're speaking of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one where the virgin uh, got killed. No, 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 no. Wait, yes, the virgin got killed. So you would not get killed. Yeah, based on how I lined it, I got it. You know what? You're putting me on the spot a little bit here. Right. I can do some. I thought this is a pretty easy question. I'll do some math on it. No, it math. is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'll do some of the math. Um, because like if I, mm -hmm. it's it's sometimes it's it's a matter. Have I ever told you about? I saw Spaceballs once. Okay. And there's a moment yeah. where uh, uh, Lone Star yeah. is hitting on the princess or queen. Yes, yes. And yes. then the robot says, it starts to flash and it says, virgin alert. Right. And my mom saw that and made me leave the room. <laughs> Sounds like your mom was pretty hard on you guys. She was. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, so I think we answered that question. I'm then, pretty right? sure I answered it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We could roll back the tape if we need. But, I guess we uh, will. Uh, listen, we didn't say this off the top, but typically what we do on this podcast oh, yeah. is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something that has had an effect on us one way or another. Oh, boy. Uh, we, boy has it. <laughs> and these ones will have. Uh, we rate and review the games uh, as we remember them back when we played them uh, back in the day out of four mm -hmm. bits. Then we take a little bit of a break. We replay the games. Then we come back and we rate and review the games as they hold up in the modern games against the likes of modern games. The whole point is to find out do retro games hold up in the modern day? Yeah. This week is a oh, little that's, bit. That's good. You should just do that. No, the point is. This is the point. <laughs> that's it. This is the whole point. Man, that's good. This is why we do this. This is why. Do, what? You think we enjoy this? This month, we do not. From two bona fide <laughs> experts and video game journalists whose highest rated game includes Shadow of the Colossus. Amazing. True work of art. Amazing And game. obviously the next best game in the pantheon of video games, of The course. Simpsons Hit and Run. Yes, absolutely. Uh, also 15 and a half out of 16 bits. <laughs> which will tarnish our good name for the rest yeah. of our lives, we but better, deservedly we, so. We better get a 16 in there somewhere to like drop down the average score of everything else. I think we else. need to start rating a lot more games, 15 and a half out of yeah. 16. And maybe this week's game will be. Maybe it's it will. System Shock is okay. the game that we're going to be focusing on. We're not quite going to System Shock 1? System Shock 2. And there's a specific reason why we're doing System Shock 2. Okay. Uh, that is because it's in my Steam library. That's it. There you go. And also because Ken Levine was involved. Ken oh! Levine, and we'll get into kind of the making of this game and the development because it is a fascinating uh, development cycle. Ken Levine obviously was involved in Irrational Games, which became Take-Two, which became 2K, and that is the development company that released Bioshock. Bioshock. And Bioshock Infinite. Yes. 
which is one of our favorites. I don't know. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I think it's you like. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bi- Bioshock is. Uh, are you a Bioshock one fan or a Bioshock what? two? Oh can yeah. See, oh, can you see him in this? Can you, I move you may camera? not be able to. Oh, there you go. You can see uh, the camera there. You can uh, if you're looking on YouTube. You can see my plasmid posters. So there you go. Um, and and I'll, I'll move your camera there, Andrew. Thank I got you very you. much. I, I appreciate you. that. I got you. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's it's got a lineage that we really appreciate. Actually, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to move yeah, that no, back I'm gonna move up. it myself. There, there we go. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Look I'm at back. that. Now, that's, hey, a, that's a true pro. Up? That's a true pro. Um, um, do it on the fly. Bioshock One or or uh, or Infinite. More important or better? Do you like more? Oh man, you know what? I no, nah, it's got to be Bioshock uh, One. So I, I think just mostly because like the controls did improve over time. And, yeah, like it's. I would say in a weird way, Bioshock 1 is maybe not the most fun game where you're like, yes. oh, it's a, the game part of the game is the best part. No, it's really the story yeah. and the, the, you know, the mythology they create around this For whole sure. world For and sure. the big daddies and the, the and Andrew you love Ryan. Ayn Rand and any oh, reference huge, to Huge, huge Rand fan. I was surprised you didn't say Bioshock 2 because you always talk about how much you love that, uh, that initial scene where you're in the crowd and you get the, the baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, and you, you, and well, I say have to, you say get to throw yeah. it at the person on stage. Yes. I, yes. I, I, yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun. I think that's an infinite, right? Not number that's two. That's infinite. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where it's, you're completely racist. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you the, always talk about how you basically, you actually never made it past that point because you just kept replaying that part over <laughs> yeah. and over again. Yeah. I, I so, so enjoyed the racism that and you I kept uh, saying it was an experiment <laughs> that you were doing for the twins to see if the situation ever changes. And, and you quickly discovered it never does. Can you imagine somebody that, <laughs> that's how they play video games. They're like, but if I do it this time, would it change? <laughs> and you're like, no. And you're like, uh-oh. I wonder if there's a video game out there that it's like a thousand times of doing the same thing over and over and it unlocks something. That's an amazing idea. This also sounds so frustrating. That's closer to like Penn and Teller's truck driver simulator. But like, <laughs> uh, I remember Infinite though, when you walk by the barbershop quartet and they're singing oh, a modern song goddamn. and you're like, it's so unsettling for a second. You're like, what the hell are they singing? Is that Beach it's, Boys? It's a modern song. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's in like a, a barbershop quartet style. And you hadn't heard a reference to yeah. like modern era United States. Yeah, but you're a Pinkerton. You know it's the 20s. Yes. And you're like, the fuck? And it's just a second where you're like, what the hell's going on? I think it's I 1912. 12? Okay, yeah, there you I go. So. I there you so. go. So it's like, it's just so exciting in that lineage. One day, I promise you, we will, once we escape Wait, when, three when did, months. When did the, beast, the, the, the Beastie Boys, when did the Beach Boys come out? 1913? 13, yeah. I think it was there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pre- uh, booming twenties, yeah, I think Free so. Booming twenties, yeah, yeah. and I know surfing was big in World War One. Oh, huge. So the, it, the the very feared uh, German surfing squad, yeah, that was a huge called mine feared. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh, and, uh, and they also had their uh, their famous move, yeah, the Zig Hang Ten. <laughs> Wow, we're on fire today. I hope everyone's enjoying Retrograde. (laughs) Listen, it's all spooky ideas. It's very spooky and nothing is spookier. Actually, that is true. Nothing is spookier than Nazis. Nazis. They keep keep coming back in like movies and video games where you're like, I don't know. Make them Nazis. (laughs) It's like perfect. That's terrifying. It works. Do I get to watch them die? Awesome. Uh, Yeah, yeah, dude. It's the one thing. It's like the one thing that inhabits like a human being where you're like, ah, it's okay. You can kill a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one's going to feel remorse just mowing them down. Like, oh, okay, cool. Throw Richard Spencer in there for good measure. You get, to, you get to, is he, is guy's head turned? Go punch him. Um, so yeah. So yeah, no, like I, one day I eventually, we will do a Bioshock yeah. uh, series. It will probably be a theme month. We love it so much. I own it, yeah. I think we almost need to focus on the full game throughout a full month. We need to do that game justice, but that's why I'm so excited to yeah. play this game. I haven't played System Shock, which is uh, not typical of our podcast. You haven't either. Usually we play a game that at least one of us has played, yeah. but I think it's, it's fitting because it's a spiritual predecessor of a game that we love 
love so much. Neither of us have tried it. It's a scary game. Mm. Um, and if we're going to scare ourselves, we may as well do it in a, a way that we enjoy. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a fair way to start. We are we are just like if the water's too hot, we're just putting in our toes. We're like, oh, it's it's a little ouchies. hot. Yeah, ouchies, it's hot. So, oh, <laughs> stop putting your foot in. Oh, god. Okay, relax. So we're just slowly going into it. Yes. Whereas this one, it's only going to get worse and worse. Probably better for you, worse for us uh, as we get into Retrograde. Hey, Andrew, oh have god. you have you seen uh, much more about Deathloop? Have you have you done much much more research into to that game? I mentioned last week that yeah. I that I'm I'm playing it. I'm playing it yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty heavily. Pretty. And how's hard. it going? It's going great. Yeah. I I honestly, the more I think about this game, the more I play it, the more I think about it when I'm not playing it, oh, if that makes sense. Which is a classic Mikey thing. Yes. When you, that is how it, it's got the hooks in you. It, that's exactly right. So I find that like I finish playing it and then maybe I'll watch like a quick YouTube video on mm-hmm. it. Like things you missed or things I wish I knew when I started the game, like those little, yeah. little things like that. When I'm thinking about it afterwards, that's when I know it's like, it's a big deal. And it's tough because right now there are so many games coming out. I'm really tempted to get and I think at the time that this releases, Diablo 2 will actually already oh, be out. My brother's into it. Diablo what? Two. There we go. It's Retrograde. It's Retrograde. We got to be spooky all day long. Spooky scary. Spooky scary. Uh, actually, the way I speak sometimes is so obnoxiously pleasant that it's scary. We got to be spooky all day long. <laughs> like If you heard that yeah. in the middle of the night. If you were in a basement, yes. lights are off, and they're like, hey, can I help you? You're like, ah, <laughs> what? What? What do you want? <laughs> I'm just here to help you. Do you want a back rub? No, no. Oh, man. Get away from me. Imagine a ghost that that's how it haunted you. Yeah. Like the ghost of a masseuse? Yeah. Why don't we ever hang around haunted massage parlors? <laughs> that sounds like an actually good movie. It's, honestly. I'm trying to think of more ghosts that would be beneficial to me. Like, uh, do you want another beer? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. What about the ghost of uh, Alex Trebek and you go on Jeopardy? Oh, I think that guy, he was, you know, the thing is, I, okay, the rewriting of Jeopardy's history is like yes. something that's very funny to me because now we're like, LeVar Burton needs to host because he's so nice. I'm like, Alex Drek wasn't a nice guy to his guests. I don't think so. He was kind of a dick and that's why we that's liked why him. That's why we liked him, yeah. I, I don't want to like paint this thing where he's an asshole. He's not, but he was definitely short with it. He would just call people out and being nerd shit because he, the problem is, is the pool of people that would go on Jeopardy are most likely nerds. Yes. I love Jeopardy. I watch every episode. Don't get me wrong, but like they're most likely nerds. And yet then when he would go to their like segment about interviewing them and he's like, they're like, I LARP on the weekends. And he's, she's like, oh, <laughs> nerd moving on. I, I love that. Cause I hate that segment. Oh, it's the worst. I usually, if I'm watching Jeopardy live, I record it and then I don't watch the first five minutes yeah. so that I can skip past the first commercial break and those fucking interviews. They're yeah. so dumb. And yeah. then catch, catch myself up for round two, baby. There you go. That's, That's smart. Need. I like that. Hey, so you didn't find out about LARPing, huh? Oh, I found out about it because it always makes it to a uh, 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 try not to cringe challenge on YouTube later. It's great. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, so Deathloop. As, as I mentioned, Deathloop, uh, I highly recommend people go out and play it. You know, when it first came out, uh, it was getting reviews of like a 10 out of 10 and people were saying it's insanely good and all that. Don't go in with those expectations. Just go hmm. in knowing, like, I think it's also kind of fitting that we were talking about Bioshock because I think, I think it's, there's a pretty decent comparison between Arcane Studios and, uh, and uh, I guess, uh, um, uh, 2K and, yeah. and, um, 
ira- irrational games. Oh fuck, I can't believe I, I'm I'm blanking on that wow. right now. Um, but but the but the Bioshock series yeah. in general because yeah, yeah. you have shooting, but you also have some capabilities that you mm-hmm. have like magic powers and stuff like that. Yeah, and it does kind of give me that that feeling of Bioshock sneaking around until you can't anymore, and then engaging in combat, and all of it feels really good. Yeah, and I can't wait to you know what I talk often when I when I uh, play Overwatch, for example, when I have sure. a, a craving to go play Overwatch, which by the way. September's over, baby. September's over. We can thaw out that freeze that we put on September. Overwatch. September. We're putting a freeze on Overwatch because yep. it's getting cold outside, uh, which I didn't really succeed that well in. I did play it sometimes, but I didn't play it as much as I would have. Wait, otherwise. you still played it? Huh? You still played it? On the weekends. Mikey. But I said I was going to play it on the weekends. No, what the, wait a second. What's the point? Okay, so here we go. It's October, <laughs> No Overwatch tober Andrew, I can't do that. Why? It's really hard. got a problem? Me. It's because I have a problem. <laughs> oh, um, but I have this, it's, it's always that thing of like, okay, I have 30 minutes. I can't play something like Death's Door in 30 minutes or okay. even, even Death Loop in general. Or just keep listing more games you haven't finished. Okay. Uh, well, I well, oh, okay. Uh, 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 Death Stranding. Oh wait, no, I finished that one. Uh, Batman: Arkham Knight. Oh wait, I finished that one. No, keep going. Feel free to stop no, no, me whenever no, no, you want. No, 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 no. Feel free to no. stop me whenever Name a third you one. Want. Name a third one. You know what? I'm not going to dignify <laughs> that with a response. Uh, if you're new to the uh, this podcast, of course, that is Mikey's uh, hashtag. Mikey doesn't finish. Yes. Uh, the popular hashtag is Mikey does not finish video games. But I'm really good at starting them. Yep. Really Second good at starting too. them. Psychonauts 2. I'm just naming ones in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wait, wait until I get Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, wait to finish Diablo. Yeah. No, but I, I do find with with uh, with Deathloop, it's tough because your progress doesn't save unless you make it through like one cycle of the day. Oh. And you, if you're going to really put effort into it, you kind of need at least an hour to an hour and a half to do it right. Okay. So it is hard for me to know that I have enough time to do it. If it's nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Mikey boy's got to go to bed at 10 p.m. Got to be tucked in all nice. Yeah. I got to, all of a sudden, I got to get my sleeping cap, like don't wake daddy on. <laughs> yeah. Cover up my eyes so I can't see through. Don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's, what a creepy game. What a very creepy game. I, especially because like, I don't know how they did this. Yeah. But the font that this that the game title yeah. was, was written in yeah. made you want to say it like, don't wake daddy. Or, or, or like, he was awake, just had his eyes closed, like, don't wake daddy. <laughs> well, especially because, I mean, it's it's a board game. So he's got plastic, he's got a plastic head. And what? <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yes. So he's like kind of smiling a little bit. Yeah. Which me and his eyes are open under the sleep cap. Yes. So he is awake the whole time. He is awake the and whole there's time. There's just children walking around his yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Like the next one's gonna be like, let's play doctor or something like that. And you're like, Daddy, I do not like this because I don't know his first name. So I'm just gonna call him, calling him Daddy. Uh, I think he'd prefer it that way. I, you know what? I've always wondered that eventually, if people would want us to play board games like on the Mushroom Club or something like that. You know what we should have done for? <laughs> oh for, yeah, tell me <laughs> for Retrograve. Yeah, is we should have played childhood board games because for some reason I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast Mm. I find it insane how often and normal it was for the purpose of a board game to be to scare the shit out of you uh, yes. Don't uh, wake daddy was one of them. <laughs> you you keep pressing the button and yeah. then boom, ah! there's the one with the crocodile where you're removing yeah. teeth from Kerplunk. it. Boom. <laughs> Kerplunk was scary. Ah, Jango was a little scary. Yeah, Jango. Concentration was scary. That's true. Um there were a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch. How about and how about that sub subset of video, video uh, Operation. Operation, very scary. Yeah. Uh because you're gonna kill somebody. 
Uh, oh my God. And also he has so many ailments. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he's, he's gone no matter what. Yeah. That water on the knee, you can't come back from that. No. Um, you know, that subset of like video games I'm going to go with or board games. Let's just go with games. Uh, with the VHS, you'd put a VHS in there'd be choices. Nightmare or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's just like, hello, I'm the key master. Yes. You're like, uh, I, I th- those were like, I almost want to, we should find one of those. I want to do that. Our parents, you're in my parents used okay. to play those games. Really? Like, yeah, I remember I walked in on them once, uh, and they all I remember they pulled a VHS out of the out yeah. of the VCR, and they said, "No, we're playing a game or something like don't that." Bother like, don't, yeah. don't bother, Daddy. Don't don't bother, Daddy. When when the door is closed. Yeah. No, I remember I walked in, and one of the the V the person on the, basically, if you're a listener and you don't know what we're talking yeah, about, there yeah, was basically yeah. a, a a game that you would play, and you would have a VHS in the VCR. This is old technology. Yeah, uh, and. It would play along with you playing the board game. So I think at certain points you would press play and it would cue you up to yes. do something or say something. Yes. And at, when I walked in, I was like, I saw them talking to him. And I was so young that I honestly didn't know what to make of it. Yeah. My, I, imagine you're a young and impressionable kid and you there's a ton of things you can walk in on your parents doing that are going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm, case, mm-hmm. two sets of parents turn children of the corn style to a tv and there's a guy on the tv talking to them and they say like yes master i will master yes i yes i honestly it scared the shit out of me and i was like that sounds scary yeah i was like guys what's going on like poltergeist a little bit they were talking to the tv um um and then uh and then i went to go pop a pimple and my whole face came (laughs) um and uh i remember they were like, no, he's alive and he's talking to us. And somehow they knew that they would say, right, master? And then right when they said that, he said, only speak when spoken to or something like that. And they were like, I'm sorry, master. And I don't know how- This they- sounds like the beginning of a story that is absolutely true. And now you've now your child brain warped this. No, no. No. Th- this is That is what happened. Okay. And then he crawled out of the TV. Oh my God. <laughs> Rings that yeah. yeah. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Oh, uh, what's the scariest movie I've ever seen? I Blair Witch scared the absolute hell out oh, of me yeah, when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely scared the hell out of me. Paranormal Activity because it was like one of the first like found footage ones, just like uh, Blair Witch. Because I was also like young enough when that came out where I was like, oh, that's scary. Yeah. Because it was also like this, like maybe maybe both of them for that reason, but it's like this is real. Mm. This is, this is just security camera footage. For me, it was Cloverfield. Yeah. T.J. Miller's voice. <laughs> It lives in my head forever. <laughs> what a voice to live in your head. What a too. voice. Um, What's yours? Uh, it's a good question. Blair Witch is definitely up there. Um, especially because like, if you weren't around, watch. I mean, I think most of our listeners are around our age anyway, yep. but if you weren't, if you're a younger listener, it's hard to explain yes. that when Blair Witch came out, we didn't, we didn't know it was fake. No, they, they went on circuit with this on tour as though it was real footage. I'm fairly sure I brought this up, but at Cannes, when they, when they submitted the film for yeah. Cannes, they were handing out missing flyers yes. for these people. Like, they put up posters and stuff like that. And, like, in your, like, you're young enough to know that, like, well, I don't think it's a snuff film. Right. But at the same time, you're like, I don't know. Also, I, don't I know. hadn't seen the movie at that point. There's oh. no internet. I don't know if they die or not. So right. I'm not thinking, like, this is too crazy. It, it honestly, it legitimately felt like there was this thing going around. There were, you know, you hear this about The Exorcist, mm. where there were ambulances waiting outside the yeah, theaters because yeah, people yeah. would pass out and stuff. And apparently it was the same with, with Blair Witch. It was just too overwhelming for some people. It was so scary in its subtlety. 
And yeah. I, and it's just, it's so good. It's so hard to explain. There's so many horror movies you go back to from like the seventies, you know, like comparatively to when we grew up, if you were like new to Blair Witch mm-hmm. that we look back and we're like, I can't believe this scared people. Yeah. I can't begin to describe how scary that was. Whereas like the newer ones are all just, and you'll hear Mikey and I rail against this for the next four weeks. Pop out scares. scares. (laughs) Everyone's just reliant. They don't earn actually truly terrifying things. They scare you for 10 seconds and they never think about it ever again. Yeah. Yeah. That's not as much fun as the ones that you're thinking about the next night when you're going to bed and you're going, fuck, that's scary. Yeah. You know what legitimately I think is the most scary or traumatizing movie I've ever seen. I don't know what it's called, but I was sleeping over at my grandparents' place. Bad start. And I I walked into uh, the living room and they were talking to the TV. No. no. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, and they were watching a movie. And in the movie, there was a kid. This is a true story. There was a kid at his grandparents' place. And someone uh, broke into the house and shot the grandparents in front of the kid. Cool. And I watched this at my grandparents' place. Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, no. That was only the f- grandfather. No. And then and then I, I upside down kissed someone for the rest <laughs> of the night. Uh, no. And I rem- I've, never, I've never got that vision out of my head of that. I just felt traumatized and very scary. If you know what movie Mikey is talking about, or television show, the, uh, I think it was a movie. It's a Law and Order? <laughs> uh, let us know. Was there. And on top of that, if you, what is your scariest movie you've ever seen? Yeah. At home. Let us know. At Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy. We want to know because uh, I don't want to watch that movie. That yeah. sounds terrifying. And also let us know what games you want us to oh, do yeah. for Retrograde. We're going to yeah. put a poll out there. We're recording this a little bit ahead of time, not to date this too much, but we do want to make sure we get some more community involvement with that because September was the most successful theme month we've had. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who reached out Thank and listened. You. A lot of kind words out there. Ahoy, Fantastic. Ahoy. Hey, if you like it, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, bottom of our hearts helps us out a ton and yes. we appreciate everyone who does that. Uh, but we also love the community uh, recommendations yeah. for games that, that went a long way. Which we so, ended up playing. Uh, we did. So any scary games that you don't think we've done on this podcast yet, feel free to recommend them. We can't get to all of them, obviously, but we will get to the fun ones. And if you just want to see us struggle, <laughs> it turns out that's what most people are here oh, for. Oh, God. And that means old and new, too, because we'll do, like, some of the newer stuff on on Mushroom Club yes. or a movie or a draft like we're talking about. But we are going to do the, the newer stuff over there, but we're going to stick to the concept here, which is the older games. And that's why we're talking about System Shock 2. System Shock 2, a game that I, as I mentioned, have always been very curious to play. Yes. Uh, so much so that I did buy this in the Steam Summer Sale back forever ago. I think it was legitimately the first Steam Steam Summer Sale that I did uh, take part in. I think that that has gotten so much worse, by the uh, way. I don't know if you've ever taken... like. like I actually have never have because I was I was kind of late to Steam. I was such a console player yeah. that like everyone would be like, oh no, watch out, here goes my bankroll and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. no idea that it actually is so crazy cheap or I guess it used to be. It used to be. The summer sale used to be... Uh, uh, it would be like, I think I probably got... The reason I got System Shock was I was like, I might never play it, but it's four bucks. Oh, wow. And it's in my library, you know, quote unquote forever, who knows. But the number of games that I get for like a dollar fifty or oh like God. $4, $6. Every day I'd buy like four or five games. Um, uh, and, and that means now that I have a Steam library of like 100 or 200 games that I yeah. can play at any time. Wow. And nowadays it just seems like you get decent deals on new games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not here for that so yeah. much. But System Shock uh, 1, first of all, came out in 1994. Uh, it, was, uh, wow. uh, it was a game that did not have anything to do with Ken Levine. Ken Levine is going to be kind of the... 
uh, uh, the thread, the narrative ah. thread that we draw through okay. this because he weaves a tale from System Shock 2 all the way to Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite, which right. is the reason why we're so interested in this. But System Shock 1 and 2 are often considered to be incredibly underrated games. Uh-huh. Commercially, they did not do very well, although critically, they were very well received. And they're often thought of as being incredibly influential in the industry ah. for the way in which they... Uh, blended different genres of video games in ways that hadn't been done before, but also narratively, especially once Ken Levine got involved, it had a lot more to do with how the player felt, uh, throwing the player for a loop, purposely misguiding them, and things like that, which you never really experienced in games before, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, So, uh, System Shock 2, I mentioned, I think I mentioned, came out in 1999, but in 1995, Ken Levine joined the studio that, uh, that helped make, uh, 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 System Shock 1, which is Looking Glass. Okay. Uh, Looking Glass, uh, they didn't have a ton of success beyond that. They were involved in the, in the Thief franchise as well. So you'd recognize a couple of their games, but they, they were sort of, uh, late. They almost... Passed the torch on to Ken Levine, who left Looking Gas, Looking Gas, Looking Gas, Looking Glass, and opened Very up his own funny. his own company. Um, and I know you're like you're probably looking at me like I I don't care. Like I know you're probably thinking this. What, what was I thinking, like, Mikey? I don't care about an individual who made. Yeah, the that's game. exactly what I was thinking. Is it EA? Is it Ubisoft? Because what? I only care about studios who make games. That's what you're saying. Yeah, because it isn't. Auteurs are dead. Yeah, individuals don't make yeah. games. Studios make them. Yeah, individuals don't deserve credit. He's like, can kiss my ass. But this is this is the this is <laughs> what you say. He can kiss my ass. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. How dare you make art? I'm gonna spit on your chest. I'll try. Ooh, okay. Oh, hello. <laughs> um. Uh. But here's and and this is kind of the thread that we want to draw is, okay. is Ken Levine's involvement. Yeah. And his, and his, yeah, 100%. Uh, and his uh, impact on the industry. Um. Ken Levine. Who is he? Well, as Wikipedia <laughs> puts it, very subtly. <laughs> Uh, Levine was born in Flishling, New York to a Jewish family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's a click through on Jewish on Wikipedia as well, just in case you're curious. (laughs) Which one's that? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that the, oh, right. Right, 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 right. Oppressed, but we don't admit it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, (laughs) so he came to Looking Glass Games, uh, after System Shock 1 was made the year after, uh, but he left in 1997 to form Irrational Games. Yeah. So I was. So you I think were I right. You are right. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, to make System Shock 2. You should was, trust yourself. Don't doubt yourself. I. That is a tall order, Andrew. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. You're being sarcastic. Uh, okay. Oh, God. Oh, he's back. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so he left Looking Glass uh, in 1997 to form Irrational Games. Um, uh, but the weird thing is, is, is Looking Glass came to Irrational Games, maybe because Ken Levine was involved and and he had the three years there, to basically say, let's make another game together. And he said, okay, sure, let's do it. The original idea for the game was that they wanted to base it kind of off of like Heart of Darkness. Oh, wow. Yeah, like where you, not not where you're going into the Congo, but where you're on like a spaceship and there's a rogue Marine or something and you have to go kill them. And it makes sense when when you think about how the narrative of Bioshock plays out. Wow. Where, where originally at the time, and Ken Levine has a couple really interesting quotes about this as well, uh, when he's talking about the creation of this game, uh, which at this point in time was not System Shock 2. It, okay. was, it was its own it was another standalone game. game. Another game. Um, uh, he said one thing, uh, uh, good guys are good, bad guys are bad. He's talking about video games. Uh, and what you see and perceive is real. Just very on-the-surface stuff. That was the mentality of video games at the time, and he wanted to turn that on its head. The concept of that in relation to, have you read Heart of Darkness or seen Apocalypse Now? 
is the idea that like you can have wait apocalypse now is based on heart of darkness holy shit <laughs> oh my god i need to i need to go back and think about this <laughs> i need to rewatch this there is an, just apocalypse now if the the documentary making of, of oh my, apocalypse it's now fucking insane is man. incredible like yeah. it's like one of those things where you're like, you just can't believe that was a real thing sorry and cost more money than God to oh, make. And it was the first couple time. Couple of lost his mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, le- le- legitimately. Yeah. Uh, I, the scene where um, uh, uh, Mike uh, Martin Sheen yeah. is pulled out of his place drunk. Yes. He was actually that. He was actually drunk. Yes. They actually got him wasted, woke him up, threw him in the shower the day yeah. after, and filmed that scene. It, he had a heart attack on set, mm-hmm. and he was young. Like, it's it's a crazy thing. You know, If you, how about this? If you don't want to watch this incredibly depressing documentary <laughs> where they waste a lot of money and are really culturally insensitive in many many opportunities, watch Tropic Thunder. That's essentially what it is. It, it, like, comically, but actually what happens. It's based yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Like, the the whole thing with, like, the, uh, the the explosions going off accidentally. Yes. and the whole That's all, like, real stuff that happened. It's crazy. And Danny McBride was in Tropic Thunder as well. It was in... It was uh, as well, was, yeah, was in <laughs> Apocalypse Now as well. Yes. Um, so, so when you think about the idea of like the untrustworthy narrator yeah. or the unreliable, uh, unreliable, unreliable narrator, narrator yeah. is something that you have in books. It's it's fairly well mm-hmm. uh, represented. A little bit uncommon, you know. No one likes it if, yeah. if you're not like reading for a challenge. Uh, but the introduction of that into video games was, was something say. we hadn't really experienced that much before. Um, the, the, you know, and it, to, sorry, to, yeah, to bring no, no, no. that back, because Bioshock, that's like a really good example of exactly. the unreli- unreliable narrator. And when that happens, and when that, like, I hope we're not ruining anything. This game is almost 20 years old at Spark. Bioshock, yeah. Yeah, is that, like, is when that twist happens and you realize that the, the main character is maybe not fully understanding what is happening around them, I'm trying to be vague still. Sure. Uh, is that is such a twist, and it's the same thing that we're talking about with horror uh, horror movies. Yes, is that if you play, if you grew up now and you're 15 years old and you try and play that game, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. But you're like, at the time, you can't express enough how it's like. What? Well, isn't it crazy? Because Bioshock came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. This game came out in in uh, no, only 14 years ago, okay. uh, 1999. Yeah. No, but but still, it, it's in 1999 when Ken Levine had the idea where there's there's a rogue AI called Shodan in 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 System Shock, okay, and you think you're going to ally with this character and they end up uh, 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 fucking you big time. Okay. And when he <laughs> pitched that, when he pitched that as an idea, another good quote he had, he said, sometimes characters are betrayed, characters in games, mm-hmm. but the player never is. Yes. I wanted to violate that trust and make the player feel that they and not only the character were led on and deceived. I love and this. And that as an innovative process in 1999, 1997, the development cycle leading up to 1999, people were like, I don't know if we can do that. And it was innovative then. And think about how much of an impact that concept still had in 2007, yep. eight years later, yep. after this game, he did sort of the same idea. It is like, okay, you're, you're, you're trusting this person. Even the idea... In, in Bioshock, uh, uh, when you're going through Rapture from the bathosphere onwards, you, you're speaking with nice. Atlas and he's talking to you about uh, the different factions and who to trust and who not to yes. trust and this guy's good and this guy's bad. Um, and y- all you can do is is rely on this unreliable narrator. Right. And it's the same concept in, in System Shock where you wake up and there's a voice guiding you. Uh, uh, basic premise of the game. Okay. It's the, it's the future. Okay. Uh, AI, up to no good again. Oh, man. AI's just fucking around, fucking everything up. Eventually ends humanity. It's not like we won't have to... (laughs) We won't have tens of thousands of examples to point to and go, how did we see this coming? It's, it's like either going to do that or be Y2K where we get to a point where we're like, I can't believe we're fucking worried about this guy. And we just like <laughs> kick over a little droid. Like, 
thank you. <laughs> I know, I know. Pick up my garbage. May I have another? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I <laughs> wish I had testicles for you to stomp on. <laughs> I know, me too. Yeah, I know, little button. Next, bro. next, next firmware update. Uh, so uh, AI is fucking everything up. Okay, but the black market doesn't care. Black market's going to do what the black market does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your uh, there, there's all this going on. You wake up on a ship. Okay. So there are rogue interests maintaining rogue AIs because they- and of course a ship is on the water, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, you're in a bathosphere again, <laughs> going straight to Rapture. I got to tell you, I'm very impressed by all your references you just made about Bioshock. Oh, the it, bathosphere. This, the this game, this game, I, I like. I don't talk about it as as much as some of the other games, but Bioshock, I think, is constantly on my mind. I think oh, about it all. The I am too. I think the word trust you mentioned earlier, I think, is the important one. Of like, yes, we implicitly trust. The game to guide us and tell us to yes. what to do. And to put you on the right side of things. Absolutely. Because you don't want to enact uh, mal... You don't want to be a bad person because someone told you to do something. Yeah. That's frustrating. I. And you know what's funny? Like, I've, This is a minor spoiler for Last of Us 2, I guess. Because, but that also, you know, whatever. Um, if you listen to a video game podcast, you most likely played Last of Us 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is that and like... there's a good chance you threaten the life of one of the actors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please don't, please don't, please, please, please don't. don't do that. If you listen, don't, um, is, uh, is like at the end of that, you're given a choice between what, you know, it, there's no good or bad, but there's definitely like, there could have been a choice yes. of how you believe that game should have ended. Yes. Right. And they take that choice out of your hands and go, no, this is the way the game is going to end. And I really appreciate that because you, you are implicit in the violence that you have committed to this game. Whether you I, like it or not. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. I love that. And they did that in, even in Last of Us 1. I remember, uh, you know, in an era where... Uh, complicit. Sorry, I said implicit. Complicit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, in an era of games, especially when The Last of Us 1 came out, where it was all about choice. Mm-hmm. You choose what your character looks like. You choose what they, the, the, uh, what they say in conversation, yeah. like Mass Effect or something yes. like that. Yeah. And the narrative will change based on those choices, but you have a hand in playing it. And I remember playing the last of us and being like hey joel fucking console this girl yes. she's alone and he doesn't and i'm like fuck this guy i don't feel good playing this and some people take that feeling to say fuck you as the storyteller you're not giving me what i want yeah. what i like about it um as a cultured human <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no fuck you if you're going after the developer for not telling the story that you feel you have ownership over yeah go fuck yourself yeah you probably have some thoughts in star wars i don't want to hear about either <laughs> <laughs> but it was this feeling of like, I'm supposed to be uncomfortable right yes. now. And it uncomfortable means it doesn't feel good. But if you can dis- separate yourself from Man. your character or or the there's there's you as a consciousness, the avatar of yourself playing the game, which is experiencing frustration, and then the game itself. And the ultimate thing is for you to be able to separate yourself from the experience of playing and read that 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 experience right. to tell you something about yourself or humanity or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. And lines. so and like to tie it back to Session Shock too, is like those are get you know why those games are mostly good? Because they have direct auteurs that are overlooking something and that's going, true. This is the story we're telling, whether you like it or not. And to be honest, that's not even video games. That's like all art. Yeah. We're just like, no, that's the story I'm gonna tell. Right. And usually at that point, yes, sometimes they're frustrating. Yes, sometimes they don't always live to expectations, but at least they're, that's the version of the story they wanted to tell you. And that sounds very much like what Ken, Ken Levine does. It, it, it very much does. And I will say, because I know we're going to have some listeners saying things like uh, art can also, and I think this is something specific to the medium of video games. Okay. Art can work in the other way, yep. where it allows you to, to immerse yourself, make your own decisions, and envision or experience what comes as a result of those without actually having any skin in the game. Sure. I think about like the Walking Dead games. Yep. It's art 
for me to experience the interactions with each of those characters at the end of six episodes or whatever it was based entirely on my interactions with the characters. Like yeah. that's, that's cool. Oh no, I so get there that, are two it, versions of it, but one of them is just as viable as the other. Oh, for sure. But it's not a black and white conversation. Yes. It's just more that like, yeah, there's different types and they're all acceptable, yes. but like you have to respect that when there's somebody goes, instead of like these horrible, like corporate, like conglomerates coming up with like, we need to appeal to the most people. Yes. No, you have people that are going like, this is the story we're telling. Deal with it. That's I, what you I need. respect that. That's what you need yeah. for sure. And that's, I think, what's going to save the game industry as well. When As we talk more and more about how AAA uh, titles are less and less viable, you do need these auteurs. And, and um, um, Ken Levine, after Bioshock Infinite, actually left yeah. 2K. Yeah. He said the stress was too much for him to deal with. And he... he he would rather quit the industry than make a game that was supposed to be bigger than Bioshock Infinite. I was actually going to ask what he's doing. Yeah, so not much now. He quit and he joined a new company called Ghost Story Games, which is very spooky, very fitting of Retrograve, with 12 other members who were a part of the original Irrational Games. And they're working on a, a project that they call Narrative Lego, which is an unending story game that continually or perpetually changes based on your decisions and you like with no ending it's just Whoa. kind of a which i don't know how they'll pull how? that off because it sounds infinite it sounds bioshock, what, infinite. bioshock infinite. it's just oh, a remake of bioshock yeah infinite. okay good. all right cool <laughs> where you get to live through the baseball scene <laughs> as, as often as you oh, want god um um so so it's it's an interesting story though uh, you know talking about the development of, of system shock and what it ended up ca- uh, coming and how it's it's sort of influenced uh, uh narrative in video games and narrative yeah. experience in video games that's one thing but i also want to talk about the mess that has come as a result of System Shock being a critical success and not a commercial success. So oh, it's okay. always been on our radar, yeah. but no one has really fought to own the rights of it. Not, no big companies or no one's put enough of a play to release a System Shock 3. Hmm. A, because the original people involved are scattered to the wind. The publication company, like in EA, they hmm. lost the rights to it. So uh, I want to walk you through what happened with uh, 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 the, the the licensing, basically. Okay. So... Looking Glass owned the rights. Mm. Uh, uh, but then when they approached Ken Levine at Irrational Games, because they published System Shock under EA, EA ended up owning the rights. Oh, okay. So when they were developing the first game, they pitched it to EA and said, hey, do you want to publish this game? And EA said, that game looks great. Why don't we make it System Shock 2? And they were like, Perfect. This is great. Yeah. Then there was an argument after that over who owned the rights. Did it revert to e uh, to Looking Glass or did EA? Right. EA argued they had it, but instead, uh, when Looking Glass closed their doors, their the their insurance company, Star Insurance, claimed that they had the rights to it. They won over EA to retain the rights for it. A company called Night Dive bought the rights. Uh, uh, and released a rebuffed version of the game for modern operating systems a few years ago. Then Other Side Entertainment licensed those rights, but then the license of those rights were transfer- transferred to Tencent. Jesus. Uh, and no one really knows how to make this game anymore or if they even should try. So it's oh just God. an utter, utter mess. That's absurd. It feels like it's just passed so many uh, hands. It's like it's like we'll never get a GoldenEye remake again yeah. because like the companies that own the rights are essentially defunct and they've just been scattered to the winds. You need to like like collect all of the 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 fragments in order to- It's a video to, game yeah, itself. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we may never see a sequel. Wow. Uh, but I think that kind of lends to the mysterious nature of this game. And okay. I think that's actually kind of cool. Um, are you familiar with the, the gameplay? 
I much. no no explain it to me. So explain it to me, Mikey. Ex- oh, okay, Andy, sit down. Don't explain to Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a sleeping hat on? Yeah, I do. Okay, I do. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put there? it over my ears, though. Oh, but you're Because you don't want to explain Secretly it to me. You're listening. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's kind of like a, there were two games that are really credited for bringing the whole idea of like an RPG first-person shooter uh, uh, into the mainstream. Okay. There's like Deus Ex and there's, and there's System Shock. Yeah. Um, so apart from the narration and just the idea that it's a first-person shooter but also a role-playing game, yeah. there's other little tidbits of information which you'll recognize uh, in Bioshock. And the more you explore these ideas, the more you understand that like this really is the spiritual successor to Bioshock, almost to the point where if they pitched Bioshock to EA again and yeah. EA said, hey, by the way, we still have the rights. Do you want to make System Shock 3? They may have done that because it seemed <laughs> close enough to it. Oh, my God. Um, a lot of the... So action role-playing game, first-person survival horror, all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Is, is similar. Hmm. Story told through audio logs. Uh, okay. Which is very similar yeah. and through like weird apparitions that you come across in in, in the environment. Just like you do. Yep. Uh, more skill-based uh, as a traditional RPG at first like th- this game is. So it's like you actually start off uh, developing your your skill tree of like, uh, do you want to be better at shooting or, okay, or yeah, this yeah, or that? Yeah. But then you also have abilities like psionic abilities that you can you can implement as well, which are, are essentially like the uh, the plasmids in, in Bioshock. Okay. Um, you can hack uh, some of the vending machines to reduce prices. When you hack, a mini game starts just like Bioshock. Wow. Uh, there's... Other really cool things for an era of 1999, which I'm really impressed with, weapon degradation, alternate ammunition, which will have different effects on different uh, uh, enemies. Just like Bioshock. Just like Bioshock. You can research enemies uh, over the course of time, like collect their organs and and research them in order to be able to do more damage to them. Cool. It seems like this game should be something that we all know and all have played. And instead... Uh, it's just a game that has a crazy high Metacritic score. Wow. Of 92%. Holy shit. From 1999, and yet all we ever talk about is Half-Life on the PC. In, yeah. In terms yeah. Of first shooter, which rightfully so, but right. like, why don't we know more about this game? It just seems baffling to me. I don't, I don't, I honestly, and it, I'm now starting to think like, why didn't I play this game? I know, right? Like it's 1999. I was old enough to know that I could, I guess I wasn't really gaming on my PC all that no. much at that time, but uh, GamePro gave it a five out of five. IGN gave it a nine. GameSpot gave it an 8.5. Wow. I'm fucking amped to try this game. I'm so, um, it, it almost made me forget that we're in the middle of Retrograve and I'm going to scream into a camera. Andrew, and you just reminded me and I'm not too happy about it. <laughs> um, we may actually try something too. If you're watching us on YouTube, just go to YouTube. You can either find us on our socials and find a link to yeah. our YouTube account or uh, just go to YouTube and search the Retrograde Podcast. You'll find us there. Um, we're going to try to play it in the dark. We're going to try our best. And hopefully it shows up on camera well. It's just going to add to the spooky atmosphere. Absolutely. It's super spooky. We're going to be super spooky in here. We want you to be super spooky at home and watch us be super spooky. That sounds good. We will see you guys on the other oh, side. Oh, no. That's where the ghosts are. <laughs> Ooh. Super spooky. Ooh. 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 Irrational games. <laughs> I'm irrationally fucking scared right now. I'm sorry. It's so stupid. What a bad uh, starting screen. It looks like someone made this in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> it really does. It's like, welcome to the first Command and Conquer. <laughs> Where's Jeremy Irons? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, was it Jeremy Irons? Or Michael Ironside? Michael Ironside. I don't know the difference. Sorry, Michael. You can play around with the mouse sensitivity when you go. But, Thank you uh, very much. I will. Because I will not invert it like a crazy person. I don't invert my mouse. You invert everything else, weirdo. Why does AI always call us pathetic? 
We never call AI pathetic. Mike, you just talked about kicking a robot. They can hear that shit, man. Fuck, you're right. But I was joking. If I knew it were intelligent. <laughs> okay, here we go. This looks pretty good. Four years earlier. Four, why? Four years earlier from what? An, a green AI talking shit to me? Yeah. Right. You woke up from a dream of that green alien going like, fuck you. Fuck you. Someone knocked over garbage. Oh. Okay. I like how gentle that is. The yeah. the elevator without any doors. It reminds me of uh, Half-Life right now a little bit. Where you're just, you're into it. So Tri-Optimum is the company that made the AI go rogue, I believe. Basic yeah. training. They were a little light on the uh, level of advertising that would be on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you'd like look down... It would be like, go to basic training, brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. This is like, this is like, this is like Abed's uh, Imaginorium or the whatever. The holodeck. I'm sorry, what's a holodeck? Isn't that like the... I just want you to talk about Star Trek more. Star Trek, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the episode where Fraser Crane was on Star Trek? <laughs> no. Yeah. Was he looking at the USS Enterprise through his window? <laughs> So here's all of our stats. I remember when Bioshock came out, System Shock fans were like, it's too simple. It's oversimplified. Oh, wow. And they're like, you can't play a game like that with a controller. And when I tried to set this up with a controller, I looked it up on Reddit and they're like, don't do that. You need the complication of all this. So it's literally like telling you how to pick up items, how to use items. You're just walking through a room. Clearly, you've never played a video game. Press the U key to play a log. Now I got both of them talking. Jesus Christ, guys, chill out. <laughs> I feel like I'm going crazy. This is scary. I need a third voice going like, I hear you have two things playing. This is a bad idea. You might go crazy. You've done well. You know how to pick things up. <laughs> Way to go. Next try, a woman, nerd. God damn it. Nice. So the the animation in general is like not great, and the graphics are not great. It's like, oh, obviously, you know, nineteen ninety nine. I should have expected this. The environment is okay. It's just that when they have to move, it's not great. Screen tells you what kind of shape your firearm is in. Green is good. Red is bad. I actually love this guy reading it. Yeah, he's he's very good at what Green he does. Green is good. Eh? Red is bad. On my weekends, I sell antiques. And you're like, all right, yeah, I got that. <laughs> I've been brewing my own beer lately. Yeah. Have you stayed in a Motel 6 recently? <laughs> I don't want to go to the other training thing. We'll just figure it out. I think we can figure this out. Okay. Oh, oh so the enlisting tells you, like, you basically start off with a, a uh, like, an advantage in... Yeah, yeah. So Marines is shooting. Navy, I think, is... Swimming. Swimming. You're really good at swimming. <laughs> Could talk to animals. Penguins, mostly. <laughs> Let's go OSA, because I have no fucking idea what that's going to be. Wow, it doesn't even give you a chance to learn what it is. Either. Wow. Oh yeah, here's his control. Oh yeah, this is this is like an educational video they're trying to teach you graphics. It's amazing because I'm like, I I'm like sure <laughs> I want to play this game. It sounds great, but like I think I need to wait for a remake. Are they exploring space? Is like learning French. Like and you're like what? <laughs> huh? Use weird. your training to complete this room. What? <laughs> we shouldn't skip two classes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Soldier, this should be basic training for you. Uh... <laughs> Ready yourself to feel the limitations of your mind slipping away. Uh -huh. we will guide your I've, I've been feeling that for 32 years. 
I do appreciate that in this horror game, they're teaching you what reality is. So when reality fails or breaks, yeah. it's scary. Yeah, that's you know what true. I mean. I actually mean it. Like it gives, you, like gives you a touchstone. Yeah, going like this is the way it is. Look how scientific we are. Look how prepared we are. And so when it fails, you're like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, exactly. But my training. Okay, here we Ooh, go. Fifteenth of February, twenty-one twelve. Day after Valentine's Day, that's sad. <laughs> All the lovers. You're in space alone. Yeah, it's February. Oh hello. Data source. Protocol Tango. Tango is never good, all right? Tango's I don't bad. think. Yeah, Tango's bad. You know, it's it's amazing that we're 100 years in the future and we're still doing typeface like that. I know. I, they, we never got that right. I always say that, like, when it comes oh, to... Oh, God, we missed something bad. No. Look, there's blood on the ground. Yeah. So this is where we wake up and we have no memory of anything happening. Oh, there's, like, a full-on dead person on there. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's got a wrench. Hey, just like... Hey, uh, wrench. Shot. Okay, great. Should have done more physical training. Inhalation ha hazard. Well, I like like we're we're treating the fact that there's a dead guy like pretty well, pretty casually. We're handling it pretty okay. No, this thing, huh? Man, we should have done our basic training. I'm starting to I'm starting to regret that. <laughs> um, hey, where's the, where's that voice? <laughs> where's that voice that wouldn't shut up earlier? Yeah, tell now us, we need tell you. Us what the fuck to do? Where do we? How are we already stuck? Yeah, this is the, okay. We got to oh. move. Oh, there we go. Well, that was pretty stupid I, of us. The ladder was underneath, no, but I, I hit it already and it didn't break. So there was just a piece of metal blocking a ladder. So the only way to get by is to get the wrench because you're gonna need the wrench. Yeah, it's just teaching you. Not very well though. It tried though. Told us to do. We everything. just didn't listen. Right click to enter code. code. Oh, you know what? I probably have to read this the data assistant thing. New code. Oh, here we go. Four, oh, five, look at the one, picture zero, of that zero. guy. Look at that He's guy's He's got picture. a mustache and some nice fucking hair. Oh my God. Rick like this brother. guy. Four, five, one, zero, zero. Nice. Thank you. Like that. Good job. Okay, oh, so I hear screaming and oh, the scratches on the wall. Also, a very good Bioshock thing of being able to see something through oh. a glass. Oh, what the hell is that? Little zombie. Yeah, where you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And you just see it going on. Why is the terrifying robot voice always British? Because they're just more calm than we are. They're just smarter than us. Oh, that's a big one. Thanks. I got some cybernetic modules. Man, a lot of blood, a lot, lot of, of lo bodies. A lot of blood, a lot of dead bodies. Oh, shit. I would, Things are falling all over me. I would make sure that the room's clear before you start checking dead bodies next time. Maybe. Oh, so, so we're collecting points as we go. We've got... 30 of one, eight of another, and that means we can upgrade our stats. Cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's go with a strength upgrade. Okay. Because well, it sounds like we're going to have to kill some monsters. Oh, wow. Look at this. They're teaching out upgrades. Yeah, this could have been the training. Yeah, this could have been the training. Also, like, here's the thing is, remember the beginning of Bioshock, how atmospheric it was? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just not feeling that at all right now. I, I kind of get it, though. I think the graphics are hurting it, obviously. I think so. I when think that so. monster came out, I was like, you know, that was the time when you saw the Big Daddy for the first time in Bioshock, and you're like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, in this one, I'm like, yeah. Are you a standard weapon guy or a heavy weapon guy? I'm a standard guy. Yeah, let's go standard. Insufficient modules. Okay, never mind. Well, too bad, Andrew. We're stuck. There are numerous devices to hack on board the system. Okay, here Each we hack go. attempt costs a number of nanites to try to override. <laughs> so how much is a nanite versus a module? <laughs> What is a what is the conversion system here? It feels like this is going to take a while to get uh, to get the hang of. I understand people saying like, this is a deep game. <laughs> yes, it's it feels like you know for something we only play for 
couple hours to review. Like, yeah, I don't know that we're going to be able to get the full hang of it, but I'm getting the premise. I got the premise. Uh, the, the only consistent is every room we go into has tons of dead bodies. Dead bodies, baby. Oh, oh, good luck. You think I can get that? You think you can jump and get that? Yeah. Oh, oh, you almost did. Actually, I should take it back. But now on my back at the beginning. Fuck, that didn't feel worth it. <laughs> It'd be great if now they spooked you. Yeah, go back. In the, so I fell and I ended up in the same yeah. room. And then you go back and there's that. That is just that was just be mean. That's cruel. And unusual punishment. Oh, I thought that was a... Oh, fucking hell. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Dude, <laughs> this month is going to suck so yeah, bad. Yeah, right. It's going to be awful. I that hate my life. That wasn't even bad, man. No. You, you know what? You did it to yourself because you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I was looking. It, like, it did a really good job of, of sucking me in there. Yeah. And fucking me over. <laughs> Just sucking and fucking me. I'm uploading some more modules. Is there somebody in there? Fucking Jesus. I thought he was a friend. Oh, he's... What a fucking whole... Like, just... So wait a second. We're in the future, and this guy's in a tank top and jeans and sneakers, and I'm supposed to be scared of him? Well... He's like, a, he's like trying to... Like, what are you trying to kill? A bunch of 80s teens? I think he's... Uh, he's doing... Oh, no, he does have shoes on. I was going... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Retro grave! <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell man he's doing his best John McClane is what I was trying that's, to say that's very true and worth it <laughs> <laughs> it says security system not activated and yet why are there other closed doors then it says no threats detected oh bad security system bag of chips picked up and a bag All of that. alcohol fuck yeah okay so we're getting into the game now yeah this game is begut that didn't scare me nicely done Treated that one like a man. <laughs> okay, lots going on now. I do not love that. Oh, there's a guy following me there. Did you see him? No, I didn't. I'm always looking out for people trying to scare me. Did I just pick up a plant? Yeah, just pick up a house plant for when you get returned. Man, the combat sucks. It's also, it really takes away the fear. Isn't this a classic horror trope in general? That once you can see the villain, like the alien or the ghost. Yeah, it's not. It's it, not as scary anymore. Yeah. And this is kind of the thing where it's like, these guys are scary when they come out of nowhere and jump at you. And then they're like, oh, hello, oh no. I'm and John they, and they just stand there as you take a bunch of swipes at them. Oh, oh he actually made contact this time. Oh, see, you know what I mean? You're watching it at home right now. It's not scary. No, it's not scary. This game is, I don't even think it'll ever scare me. <laughs> Do you always have to be violent? Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking hell, man! Stop running at me! We can talk! I don't even think it'll ever scare me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> fucking hell! Can I shoot him? I don't have guns. Oh, I thought you had a gun. Stone hit. That was a hard hit. That guy yeah, yeah, really made. Guys, I can't. I got stuff to do. I wanna go back home. God, yo, the uh, combat is not good. Kill me. Is he saying kill me? I'm trying, dude. Stand there, then. Stand there, like a oh. Why? Okay, we gotta get. We just gotta blow past these guys. Okay, you stay down. There is legitimately a pile of these enemies that we have created. All it takes, just give me a wrench, baby. He's like fucking Bob Vila over here. <laughs> <laughs> is that Bob the Builder? Yeah, same guy, essentially. Oh, there's a guy oh, hanging. Fox, that was scary. He hung himself. <laughs> Stupid idiot. We scare you now. That's what we do. <laughs> I just snuck up on someone. That felt pretty good. 
No. So we just stay up here for a bit. Hey, dickhead. We got we got some bags. Yo, look at him. Look at his dead eyes. Look at his eyes. He's just hitting me in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yo, what's up, dude? Hey, we just both stopped, just staring at each other. I'm just gonna eat some chips. Yeah, eat some chips. Have some alcohol. Mm, oh yeah. You want some alcohol? Is he, he does want some alcohol. Yeah, have some alcohol. Give him some alcohol. Maybe he'll be our friend now. Ah, uh, so he didn't want the alcohol. I'm trying to sneak away. Stop hitting me. Chill out. Everyone needs to relax. <laughs> We're having a time. Okay, Andrew, why don't you take over? Okay, here I go. Let's go, everybody. We got to go. We got to move. Compression chamber, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Come on, you're going to die, she says. Come on, and get a move on. She's so, she's so Italian. Italiano. It's amazing how, like, willing video game characters are to just go in vents. Yeah, vents are really popular. Well, I'm talking about John McClane a little bit. So we're in the science sector. Time to dance, dickhead. And this is where the uh, bad boys come swinging at us. So two two shots and they die. Oh, did that did that not scare you? No, I I think I I think if I was un if I never played this part I. But, but I, now you know that they're coming from. Yeah, everywhere. now I know just like because I I did that for you. So Andrew's making his way through the science sector, uh, uh, a class that he failed in high school, and now he's supposed to save the world here somehow. Huh. I think we just have to get out someone. Remember Citadel. What is it about Citadel you want us to remember? Do you have any more blood? There's just remember Citadel. I got a gun. Oh, you got a gun. Yeah, in, in blood written on the wall, remember Citadel. I think they should have been more specific about what we're supposed to remember. You know what I mean? Ghost, you need to tell me more, sir. Don't try to carry around all the chemicals at once. It's impractical and unnecessary. I'll, I'll do whatever the fuck I feel like. <laughs> Literally, the AI is telling you not to try to carry all the yep. chemicals at once, and you're like, let me pick all of them up, though. She you, said it's impractical and unnecessary. Well, but you did it. I did it. Well, item requires standard of one. You can't equip it. You can't even carry a gun. We did basic training. We're a fucking marine. Okay, great, awesome. What awesome. crazy that we can't use a gun. Hey, sir. Oh, hey. When Whoa. he when he pulls back, you don't want to walk right into a swing. Oh, you know that because you died, right? Yeah, I learned the hard way. Okay. As hard as the swing of a wrench. Jesus. Oh, shit. There's turrets. Really wish I had a gun now. Wait, read read that computer thing there. This one? Yeah. Advanced ammo use. There are numerous types of ammo for most weapons. Yeah, no, that's not going to... I was yeah, thinking okay. maybe it would say something about the turrets. Yeah. Heads up, there's turrets everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can hack security cameras to power them down or destroy them. These guys look like the... Uh, the enemies look like the aliens, the sexy aliens from Star Wars. The sexy aliens? Yeah. What were the sexy aliens? Jabba the Hutt? Oh, yeah. Very sexy. <laughs> no, aren't they called, like, the Twi'lets? The, uh, you know those? Like, they got the... They got the tentacles. The tentacles. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They're always dancing for people. I think there's someone beating your ass, Andrew. Oh. Nah, I got me. You died. Yeah. Well, wasn't that scary? Or fun. Or fun. You want to um, talk? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I think we should talk about it. Okay, I've, I've got some thoughts. Boo! <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> and welcome back to the retrograde. Hello, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, kill me. Hi, I'm John McLean. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel very uncasual because I'm too I'm too I'm not dressed enough for this occasion. So space aliens, yeah. they have two things on their agenda. What's that? First step is uh-huh. they get infected somehow. It looks like it's something around the chest. Yeah. Second, looks like their spines outside or something. Yeah, yeah. Second step, grow a ponytail out <laughs> of your own flesh. Yes. Yeah. Uh third step? Yeah. Take off your shirt. Yeah. Cause all you need on is that little undershirt. Yeah. You you can relate to people more if you're like I take off your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Step four. Mm-hmm. Four? Three. Four? Step three. I think mm, okay. Step three, consider steps one and two. Step four <laughs> ask to be killed. Ask to be killed routinely while trying to kill somebody. Stare the protagonist in the eyes. I just need to get your attention by punching you a couple of times. <laughs> kill me. Kill me. And then when they try to, don't let them. Don't let them. Don't let them. Yeah, this is like a Lenny Mice and Men thing where you hug them to death. <laughs> Like, just, oh, God, kill me. Yeah, what a... Hmm. Okay, so this is the first entry into Retrograve. Yes. Was this game scary? It had its moments. It had its moments where it spooked me. You spooked... You got spooked a couple I got times. spooked a little bit, but I was expecting, probably naively, because this game is eight years prior to Bioshock, mm-hmm. I was expecting a little more atmospheric horror, and I think it would have been there eight years ago. Uh, prior to Bioshock. Like, if I were playing this in 1999, I think I would have felt it. Right. Um, but I didn't really feel scared in the moment to moment. The only thing that scared me was, like, when there would be a bit of a pop-out scare yeah. or John McClane, zombie John McClane with a Steven Seagal ponytail <laughs> made of flesh would come at me with a, a tire iron. I can't wait for someone to describe what as what they actually look like because I was <laughs> staring at them yes. and I had no idea. I think I nailed it. <laughs> If somebody comes out and goes, it's it. We actually did design it off a, a Steven Seagal flash ponytail. <laughs> You'd be like, wow, we di- we did it. It's either that or the Twi'lex from uh, from uh, Twi'lex or whatever they are from Star Wars. Yeah, it's one or the other. The sexy dancers, sexy There's dancing aliens. One or the other. Yes. That's it. Or those are your options. Imagine what? Steven Seagal as a sexy dancing oh alien. Oh my god, I can only get too aroused right now. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was scary at times only through that. But once, you know, we kind of made the reference of that. But once it's like when seeing the aliens and signs yes. or, you know, whatever, it just becomes less scary every time you see them. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I was, because I, I was thinking about like what makes Bioshock scary. Right. And that opening 30 minutes, mm. which is almost directly comparable to the opening 30 minutes of System Shock with the exception of the training. Sure. Where you just kind of woke, wake up, you're alone, there's a voice, shit's going down, yeah. you see people dead everywhere, and uh, you don't really know what's going on. Right. But the execution in Bioshock is so much better, and I think that just comes down to technology and atmosphere, because yeah. even playing back the beginning of Bioshock now, I think it was at a point technologically where it's still scary yes, to me. Yes, yes. Uh, but this just kind of wasn't. It was almost and, laughable. And you know, I think it's like the voice acting and the storytelling had gotten so good. Like, at video games at that point, you could tell stories like yes. that. Well, actually, you know what I should say? You could, they weren't, and that's why Bioshock was so special. Yes. But, you know, you don't look back and, like, laugh at it, I don't think. No, I don't think, I don't think you could. And like, the voice what? acting, I mean. Like, you're hearing this one, like, kill me, and you're like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah All yeah. right, sweetheart. The, but the voice acting from the audio logs was a bit hit and miss, but wasn't terrible. Wasn't like, terrible, there, it no. Was, it was very naturalistic, yes. which I think is something that you probably wouldn't get in a lot of uh, video games from point. the time. Like, they yep. would have done overacting, if anything else. It was like, they purposely tried to be subtle, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um I like everything this game tried to do. 
but I just feel like I've played such better games than this now or more polished versions of it. And unfortunately, this is what happens as we always see on the retrograde yeah. when you take big swings and try to change a lot about uh, uh, a, a genre. The first through the door always get shot. Yeah. Is that how the saying goes? Yeah, the first in the battle always get shot. I'm talking about a, a door, though. Okay, so I've, door specifics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the doors... What kind of door are we talking about? Well, it's actually the... Saloon? It's the emergency exit of a gun range when you're going the opposite way. Well, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're stra- staring straight down the pipe. What are you wearing? You're wearing just a a, a paper dress uh-huh. with the picture of a villain on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not good, Mikey. And also, like, b- yeah. the, the the doorknob is actually, they ran out of doorknobs when they made it. <laughs> okay. So they only had a- It's an out-of-order sign. It was, there was an out-of-order <laughs> sign, but the doorknob was replaced with a big sack with a dollar sign on it. And as soon as you twisted it, it fell off. And you're trying to get their attention. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. hey. I'm holding a sack of dollars. I'm holding a sack of dollars. I'll give you some if you let me out of here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But all they see is is the drawing of, of you with the oh sack of God. dollars. And they think I'm going to shoot that straight between the eyes. Yeah. Um, and scene. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> They're going to say they do. Uh, well, well, that's very, that's very, that's very depressing. Speaking of shooting though, I can't believe uh, we couldn't equip a gun. We have a gun. We're it, holding, and we're like, can we put it in our hand? And they're like, you don't know how to do that. You don't, you don't, you don't. What, what are you, what's your training? I was a Marine. I trained for four years. <laughs> yeah. In, in a variety of planets. Right. Okay. Do I you understand, understand that. this technology? Yeah, I understand that. But did you upgrade your hand to hold a gun? <laughs> No. That hand, that hand that has a, a, a metal thing with a plug in it that's so upgraded that you can create a psionic shield. Yeah. Do you also know how to grip a gun with that? The answer is no. No. No, we don't know how. We couldn't use a gun. Go back to Wrench, Lackey. <laughs> <laughs> wrench Lackey sounds like a, like, a, like a mob boss from the 1940s. Oh, wrench Lackey. Yeah, and he's <laughs> got like a huge scar and just yes. Wrench Lackey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. The, the kind of guy who's sitting down eating his dinner and he's not very intimidating, but then you get too close and he stands up and he's yeah, like, like twice your size. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Oh, my and God. And when he shakes your hand, yeah. he grips it really tight and holds it a little bit too long. Yes. And just stares you in the eyes. Yeah. I was thinking about the other day about how are you doing and the difference with how are you doing and how the hell are you doing is so dramatic and it's only like literally a word in a bit. And you know, and if you throw in a, like a shoulder pad on top of that, hello. How the hell are you doing? How the hell are you doing? You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God, wrench lackey, please don't hurt me. <laughs> um, so Andrew, here's the big question. Okay. 1999 is not 2021. 1999 is not 2007. It's also not 2114. Uh, that's true. Yes. You, mem- you memorize numbers. I do. What's the passcode? Five four one zero zero. Four five one zero zero. I don't think so. It one hundred percent. It is four five one zero zero. Forget it twice, Andrew. Five four one zero zero. Four five one zero zero. You're saying it's four five one zero zero. Yes. Okay. You know, the only way we're going to find out is when the listener listens back to this. <laughs> and in the editing process. <laughs> um, uh, no, so it's it's 1999 is is uh, uh, not the kind of time where this game would have had the ability to have been very polished. And I think that's kind of exactly what this game lacks is, is polish. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that this kind of game I would have really liked back in the day. Yeah. I think I would have had a, a stomach for a bit more of a a, a less 
streamlined training regimen. Okay. The expectation that I'm supposed to figure some of it out by reading a lot of it. Yeah. I think at the time, this game would have actually felt way ahead of its time. Yeah. Just based on the fact that there are things like audio logs, picking yeah. up the journals in front of the of the uh, of the keypads, being able to hack your way through all the different options. Like I did play games like Deus Ex, not too far away from this one. Mm-hmm. A Deus Ex, uh, I think I played Deus Ex Two would have been my my first two. major entry. Yeah, two is just a common yeah in this one. Um, so I did like this kind of thing, right? And I expected to kind of be able to channel that a little bit, but in the modern day, this game did very little for me. Yeah. What, what do you think? Is this a, is this a retro game for you? Even I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. No. I. I. Th- oh my god. It's in a bad window. You know, we always talk about that PS2 window or the PS1 window, yes. where it's like, man, you know, graphics just age, and they tried their best, but man, it just not. It doesn't hold up very well. This is bordering on that period where yeah. you're just like, man, I think everything got better from this game. It yes quickly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're starting to go like, well, what is left for me? All it took was the industry realizing that this was a concept that you could do. And, well, we say that. We say that maybe, you know, they all started to kind of like take the reins and just do their own thing. But that isn't really the case because when Bioshock came out, it was still seen as yep. revolutionary. Yes. So this game, I do agree, is a is a victim of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know necessarily that the industry immediately moved on from it. Right. I think it still took a while, basically to your point, because technology couldn't keep up with the idea of what the game was trying to be. Right. Uh, that's why at this time or, or around this time, a lot of role-playing games weren't live action. Right. Was yeah. because yeah. they want you to have the immersion of picking your path, choosing your skills, having all these different abilities, like a game like Fallout, like the original Fallout's. But you weren't the combat they couldn't figure out because it couldn't be live action immediately yeah. there. So the the choice to make this first person in an era where like Quake and Doom and Duke Nukem are so fast paced was bold. Yeah. And I just don't think the technology could keep up with what they were intending to do back then. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I, th- I think the other thing I want to talk about before we get to their scores here, but is that like, it is, <laughs> thank God we talked a lot about Bioshock before. Yes. It is like uncanny how yes. he was just like, you know, I really like uh system shock too. Yes. Uh, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to make a better version of it. A way better because version of it. there are tight. There are like one-to-one comparisons all over the place. Not like an homage. Like oh, I'm no. used to make previous games. No, like directly the same game. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's almost like, you know, you have Bioshock and that's in rapture Yeah, and Bioshock infinite is in Columbia. It's almost like system shock two is Bioshock in space. In space. Yeah, it really feels that way. It's yeah, and uh, and it makes me more excited for the idea of having a remake of it because mm-hmm. I do think there's a lot that you could make. Like, imagine just the swing of the wrench felt as good as the swing of the wrench in Bioshock, yeah. which is another neat nod. Uh, I feel like that that alone would make this game feel a little bit better. Yeah, I honestly expected after trying this game out today that I would want to continue it. And I don't think I'm going to. No. Uh, so before we get too much into okay. it, let's let's get into our reviews, Andrew. Now, uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, usually we would be playing a game that both of us had some experience yeah. playing. Uh, usually something that we both loved or, or had an, uh, some affinity towards one way or another, good or bad. Uh, but we didn't have any experience playing this game in 1999 back when it first came out or even in subsequent years. This is our first experience with it. Yeah. So we're going to start with a review based on what we think we would have thought of it had we played it back in 1999. And that is very subjective. And it's 
a very different thing. So, Andrew. Yes. Why don't you uh, go into your review out of four bits based on what you would have thought had you played this game back in 1999? Mikey, this is tough. Oh, the This is tough. tough. Ring the bells. Because it just... There are so many things that I loved about Bioshock that are in this game. Yes. And you're like... Well, if I loved it at Bioshock in that in that period, why wouldn't have I loved it earlier? Right. But it's the it's a little bit of the wrapping the present comes in that just kind of kills it for you. Um, I, I <laughs> the storytelling would have been interesting, you know, like the fact that you did feel like a marine and like here we go, let's do this thing, and you know, the action comes at you pretty fast. You know, that's pretty exciting. I just it is so clunky. It is so it. The, the reason Bioshock works is because the story is so interesting. It's yeah. kind of like we were saying, you know, even in 2007 when it came out, it wasn't the gameplay. It wasn't the controls. It yes. wasn't that that did it for you. And now since the story is taking more of a backseat than it did in Bioshock, and I don't think is really comparable one-to-one, I can't imagine that this game would even compete at that period of my life, you know, when I was a kid, like Bioshock would have. Yes. So I'm going to give it a low score. And, I, I, it's, and that sucks because I thought I was going to really like it. But I'm going to give it a two out of four. Two out of four. I'm I'm a little bit more lenient. I think I would have liked it a lot okay. more than that. All right. I was always looking for the next game that was going to move the genre forward. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, at 1999, I'm 10 years old. Right. So I don't know that I would have been able to love it the way I was supposed mm. to. I think I would have been too stupid. Yeah. Uh, but I do remember in 2003 when Deus Ex Invisible War came out, I played the ever-loving shit out of that right. game. And, you know, in 1999, I was playing somewhat complex games. Silent Hill came out. Mm-hmm. I was playing that. Um, uh, Donkey Kong in the N64 was out nice. that year. Yeah. So I would have been playing that. Yeah. A little bit more complicated, I would say, than System Shock sure. 2. Um, but I think I would have given this one a shot and I think I would have really taken to it. I liked the complicated games back in the day. I loved skill building. Okay. And I think if, if skilding, 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 exactly. You know that I'm just telling, I'm telling the deep side. Yeah, no, no. Skill building. It's, it's amazing if they don't know what that means. Come on. Come on. Where you been? It's it's skilding. Let's go. Grow up. up. Grow the, grow grow the fuck up. Come on. Um, I'm giving this one a three out of four. And oh, I know, good. I know okay. that feels a little bit high based no. on on the uh, the the moaning and ums and ahs that I had when I was playing it now. But a lot of my issues with it just came down to the fact that combat in this game felt like combat felt in 1999. Yeah, and I don't like it now, but I didn't mind it then. Right, and I think that this would have done enough to push it past. I was considering going higher to like a three and a half, but Whoa. I just don't know if I would have had the understanding of how to make this game work for me if I were that young. No, I actually no, I actually really love that. I hate that I gave it a two. I feel bad. Yeah. But it's just like I'm just trying to be realistic with my own like PC use at the time. Yeah, too, I also don't and... think you were much of like a role playing game back no, then either, right? No. So yeah, I was, I was like getting laid and stuff. You know what I mean? It was tough. Uh, you You're know, tucked into bed still, I think. Uh, by a bunch of women. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, your mom and your aunt. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go in the modern day, but that's that's a five out of eight. Yes, in our in our retro score, eh, eh, eh. not not anything like GamePro gave it or anything. But <laughs> well, uh, they gave it a five. They did give it a five. <laughs> we just didn't tell them what it's out of. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with my modern day score. Uh, uh, this is also tough because I'm at the point where. I want to play more yes. because I imagine the story will develop, will yes. deepen, and then all the parts that I like about Bioshock will come to the come to the top, and I'll go. I'm okay with the controls. The story's so interesting. Yep. But man, that was really frustrating to play. Yes. And you just wonder how many times you're going to hit that wall, and you go, "Man, is it going to get better? I don't even know about this." 
I think for the hope of of it growing and getting better and and the the story being so deep that it would enthrall me a little bit and and get its hooks in me like I was saying earlier, I'm going to give it a 2 out of 4 again. Yeah, I I I agree with you 100% there. I'm giving it I'm giving it slightly higher though. Oh, really? Because I do think that there's enough depth there that if I could get over the mundanity of oh. the the minute to minute yeah. gameplay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I might actually really appreciate the depth of all of the the character building and things like that. Yeah, uh, it would be like if someone, you know, how right now there's this trend of people like rebuilding The Witcher on the PlayStation One yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It would feel like a a purposeful downgrade of Bioshock placed in space. I'm giving it a two and a half. It's not not much higher. I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you were going to go lower than no, me. It, no, because I, I respect where it's at and where it came from. Yeah. Um, and I would have, I think, I, here's the thing. I really didn't enjoy watching you play it. And this isn't about you. It feels like it is, it, but. Okay, listen, I didn't, to the D-pads, it is about Andrew. It's just the, it's it's more like when I have to sit when I when I have you in the in the view of yeah, the game, yeah, yeah. it's the uh, like the nausea, like from the pit of my stomach, because it, it's you're in my field of view. You get it. Yeah, no, I get that part. I am in your field of view, yeah, yeah. but I don't get that the nausea. nausea. No, I don't get that. You've not seen the connection. No. Okay. Well, clearly you haven't played a game with you in the field of view. I'll try, I'll show you what uh, it's like. Yeah. One day. Okay. I'll, I'll like just have a picture of you. Uh, <laughs> It's great when I vomit on camera. Uh, <laughs> so System Shock 2. So that combined score. So what you said two and a half. I, I said, said two, two and a half. That's a four and a half. That's a nine and a half at a 16. Uh, you know what? I don't. Okay. I, I, I feel like here's the problem. You either played this game when it came out right. or you didn't. Or you played it around the time of Bioshock and it wasn't quite as far removed as we are now. Yeah. Uh, from 2007 to 2021, 2007 being when Bioshock came out. The amount of polish that has gone into games, yes. that is almost the 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 point of the gaming industry uh, for a, a few of those years was just to add polish to yeah. everything. Um, I feel like even playing it in 2007, it would have felt like a much more playable game. Okay. So if you played it and you have a memory of... Or you played yourself, yeah. Then you played yourself, <laughs> playa. Uh, I don't know what he says. I actually don't either. I, I said the part I knew, and then you wanted to elaborate, and you are on an island on your own. Mm-hmm. Castaway. I have made a fire comment <laughs> and you have ruined it. <laughs> um, uh, no, if you played it and you loved it back in the day, you probably can't see it the way we can see it, just like we can't see yeah. it the way you can see it. That's for a good point. Played it back in the day. That's a good point. If anyone could, usually, this is, to be honest, the complaints we get about like, oh, this score was too high, this score was too low, or yeah. something like that, it's because we're talking to somebody that was that had played it and then you're like, when's the last time we played? Like 15 yeah. years? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, well, you don't go back. Yeah, um, no, no, no. You know, it's so like, I don't know, nine and a half out of 16. It's an interesting way to start retrograde because it's a nice, like we're saying, like a little dip in the water just to get our feet cold because we are going to get scared this month and I'm really pumped that there was only a couple of yelps out of this episode. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny, the first time I did let out of a scream, an involuntary <laughs> scream, scream. I, it just reminded me, I'm like, this is going to fucking suck. It's going to suck. I'm so... I'm, it's not a put on, and no. I, this is a promise no. to the listener or the really viewer. Isn't. I don't pretend to be afraid. I am legitimately afraid, 
and it hurts me to jump to be jumped. Yeah, this is like getting people to go like you know you know what the your your next month of your life is public speaking month or <laughs> trapped in a box of spiders month. This, this is not the thing we like doing. Those yeah. spiders aren't trapped in the. I'm not trapped in a box of spiders. Those spiders are trapped in a box of me. <laughs> oh, Rorschach. Yeah. Also, it's like you're trapped in a box of spiders. Ah, now give them a speech. Ah, <laughs> they're all listening. They're all waiting, reading notes, ready. Yeah, notes. but if you give a good one, mm-hmm. imagine the applause when you have six hands to applaud oh with. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Hands to yeah, applaud. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. Well, you can't Five, one, stand, four, it's zero, a standing zero. ovation. <laughs> It's a standing ovation. Oh, it is a standing you ovation. Use, so two, two yeah, two. Obviously, if a spider stood and walked around, that would be truly terrifying. Start strutting, You're like, oh no, what have we done? So there we go. Nine and a half out of 16 for uh, System Shock 2. And we're excited to keep going retrograde, but before we do that. Oh, uh, I hear I hear the band warming up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think we need to go uh, uh, let them play us on to the, to the Grady's. Absolutely. Let's do it. Oh, oh wow. wow! That's a great awards song. That's an incredible song. It uh, doesn't. I would rate that song four to four bits. I th- well, there you go. Well, we reviewed it. Four to four bits. We could play it. Fair use. <laughs> Fair use. Um, uh, it doesn't mention what it's leading into. No. But it's the Grady's. The Grady's is our awards <laughs> award show. The greatest, the most anticipated award show of the of the week of the year of the year. Yeah, it's the it, this week. It's the Grady's. It's the Grady's. It's the awards we give. The games we play. Uh, so now uh, Elliot's there. He's dressed up as Frankenstein. That's yeah, it's cute. Good. It's uh, good. And oh, he's got a, a Palm Pilot. And he's motioning to it, saying there's an AI on it that's going to read us. Oh, the awards. Okay. Well, that's, oh, that's interesting. interesting. Okay, Elliot, why don't you tell us what this game's won? Oh, crickets. 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 The the dreaded crickets. When games find themselves in the middle, you know. When they're in the middle, there is no acquittal. Very, yes. It's Johnny, the spirit of Johnny Johnny Cochran Cochran took over for you. Johnny Cochran. Yeah, 100%. If if the glove's in the middle, you must acquittal. Yeah. Yes, you must acquittal. That's yeah. very good. I, it's much better than my, you have to play the fiddle, which doesn't make any sense, <laughs> except for the ones in the know. The jurors just like, oh pick my it up God, again. yeah, okay. The devil so, and the fiddle, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, no awards. No, no awards. awards. Uh, and that sucks. That does suck, but obviously uh, when it doesn't win awards, we get handed to uh, uh, very discreet envelopes, and yeah. we have to read the awards that this game won. Andrew, did you? did you? I've got mine here. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me, you want me to open mine? Yeah, go for it. Go okay, for it. cool. Did cool, you, cool. That was, you just had your hands wide. Is, it, is yours in a box? No, no, no! I got. It. I'm looking down at it right now. Oh, so let me get. Let me. Do you want me to get it? Yeah, yeah. Go for oh, it. Okay, I'm gonna get it here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just one second. Okay, mine is the prequel award because oh. it's so clear that the real story comes next. Oh, that's a great one. Thank that's you. I, one. I think it's a really good award. Surprisingly fitting. Yeah, it's incredibly fitting. Uh, mine is. Uh, mine is the uh, can take it or can leave in it. Um, because I could play more or I don't have to. (laughs) I thought yours was definitely going to be the kill me horn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. You know, the only reason I say that sucks is like, you know, the awards are the awards. That's a, they're, they're sacrosanct. We can't, we can't touch them. I get that. But it does suck in the way that this game is pretty inventive and tried to do something special. And it's too bad that it can't get recognized by the Grady's. 
that panel of fat cats. Oh, yeah. God. That, you know, we wish you could be doing more because it will be remembered for what it is. Unfortunately, what it is is no longer a super relevant game. Yeah, I think the problem is, and this usually hurts the modern day score, when a game takes a big swing and is the first one to do it, it, it ages very poorly. Uh, but, you know, because one of the things we always talk about is like, if I wanted to play a first person shooter yeah. with the ability to level up skill trees. There yes. are much better options for me yeah. there. But as uh, sometimes, and this is a little bit subjective because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. It serves as like a history book as well yeah. along the way. Yeah. So this is almost the blueprint for Bioshock that mm -hmm. I would never be able to get if I played just another generic game that copied this style yep. that came out sometime yeah. after. So. so you know what? A little bit of a, a, little bit of a, a safe... Yes. You know, tepid start to retro grave. Yes. But man, I am so excited. You got to see what other games are coming up. We're really excited to be doing this. There's some really special guests and some truly terrifying and horrifying things over at the Mushroom Club. That's absolutely true. And don't forget, go to our Twitter, at uh, Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy, and also at Retrograde Pod. Let us know your recommendations of yeah. scary games that you want us to play over the next four weeks, yeah. or three more weeks, uh, because it's, uh, well, hopefully, actually, we didn't check. Maybe it is a five-week month. I, I didn't even check, but we, you know, we'll, hope not. we'll take more. More because we're going to probably play some of the, the Mushroom Club too. Who knows? You That's know what true. I mean? So Send all your recommendations. Let us know. And we we love you. We love you. It's a scary month. And I'm not afraid to say <laughs> I love you. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. Uh, my name is Andrew Baskin. And with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting. Can, can I be the booed boy of He's podcasting? He's the booed boy of podcasting. <laughs> Mr. Boobop himself. <laughs> Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game. Oh my god! Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Dead bodies, baby. Oh. oh.